Welcome to Quick Hits, the only podcast that gets you smartenized. Episode, Things Atheists Didn't Do. Back in 2008, I put an article up on the Quick Hits podcast called Things Atheists Didn't Do. And it was just a list of wacky stuff that religious people had done. Some of it was hilarious. Most of it was horrific. Only about half the articles that I put on that blog get any comments, and the ones that do maybe get six or eight. If I get 10 or 12, that's a big success. And this generated dozens and dozens and dozens of comments. And so, of course, I did it again, put up another one. And it has since become a habit. Every couple of months, three or four months, I'll put up a Things Atheists Didn't Do post, and it gets a lot of attention. A lot of people link to it. The most common complaint that I get from believers is, oh, this has nothing to do with religion. You're just blaming people's wackiness on their religion. It's inappropriate. It doesn't make sense. And you shouldn't be doing this. This is just one more thing that they're wrong about because I'm careful with this. The only thing that goes on these lists are things that are specifically religious, inspired by religion, motivated by religion. So if you have a Muslim that walks into a liquor store and robs it, it doesn't make the list. If he walks into a liquor store and yells Allah Akbar and blows it up, then it makes the list. If you want links for any of these stories, just go to the Quick Hits blog. It's at davehit.com slash blog2. Or you can just go to davehit.com and Click on the first thing there on that uh, portal page. And then go down to Categories and click on Things Atheists Didn't Do. I made it a category just so that they're easy to find and uh, all in one spot, so to speak. I actually thought about doing a separate blog of this, but I don't keep up with the blog that I have. So taking on another one certainly wasn't something that I thought was a smart thing to do. So without further yammer, here is... A list of just a few things that atheists didn't do. An atheist didn't set fire to his 11-year-old niece for wearing lipstick. She has burns over 90% of her body and is not expected to survive. He's 55. He's Muslim, of course. That's, you know, Allah is merciful. And the parents claim that the real reason that he set her on fire was because she spurned his advances. But hey, come on, Muhammad was a pedophile. No atheist decreed it was okay to kill the owners of satellite TV stations that broadcast immoral content. That was an Islamic cleric who also said that Mickey Mouse should be killed. Every single atheist I know knows that Mickey Mouse isn't real either. Atheists didn't vandalize homes of a half a dozen politicians in Minnesota and spray paint threats and a reference to Psalms 2 on their homes. It was an atheist who raped a nun in India. That was Hindus who've killed 30 people and left thousands homeless in their attacks on Christians. 
No atheist announced that a woman should now be limited to a one-eyed veil. That was, of course, an Islamic holy man. And it was an Islamic court, not a secular court, in Afghanistan that sentenced a man to death for asking about women's rights in class. So all he did was ask about it. But they changed their mind, and now he's only sentenced to 20 years in prison. Allah is merciful. It was not an atheist teacher who burned crosses into his students' arms. A science teacher, no less. And I'll bet you a fine cigar or the refreshing beverage of your choice that the students who rallied around him and came to his defense when this became public? Yeah, they're not atheists either. This next story may require a little bit of background information. The only difference between kosher salt and regular salt is its texture, its grind. Kosher salt is coarser, which makes it better for dry rubs and for other uses in the kitchen. Most good cooks will have both regular salt and kosher salt in their cupboards. But retired barber Joe Godlewski, and yes, Godlewski is his real name, was getting annoyed about how many TV chefs recommended kosher salt, so he's countering it with blessed Christian salt. It's blessed by a priest, you see, so that makes it Christian. Kosher food isn't blessed by anyone. It just means that it's been examined by a rabbi to make sure it was processed according to Jewish dietary laws. And all salt is kosher by nature. It just is. Kosher salt really would be more appropriately called koshering salt because it's used in a koshering process to draw blood out of meat. The coarser grind does a better job of that. But Joe, the barber, says that this is about keeping Christianity in the front of the public so that it doesn't die, because I guess that's a big problem. This salt is sold by a company called the Ingredients Corporation of America. Now, they must have spent about 12 seconds coming up with their business name. And if you go to their homepage, the second line on the homepage says, All of our ingredients are kosher certified and FDA approved. So the Christian salt is kosher. So much for avoiding that nasty Jew salt. I can't help but wonder if you put kosher salt in holy water, would you get an explosion? No atheist would ever be silly enough to believe that their prayers caused the price of gasoline to drop by 20 cents, but a bunch of Baptist women in Atlanta claimed that that's what happened. That, that's why the price dropped, because they prayed for it. This was in 2009. An Oregon couple refused to take their 16-year-old son to the hospital for a urinary blockage, which could have been very easily treated. Instead, they prayed for him until he died. Would that child have been better off if his parents had been atheists? It was a priest, not an atheist, who told his parishioners they couldn't receive communion if they voted for Obama. And another priest did the same thing, but said that they had to go to confession. And then they could get the crackers and the booze. In Afghanistan, a mullah who criticized suicide attacks 
was murdered by other members of his religion of peace. It wasn't atheists, but Armenian and Greek monks who got into a fistfight at the Church of the Holy Sepulchre in Jerusalem. Now, if there were Sholin monks, it would have been cool. We could have had some cool martial arts moves. But this is actually available on YouTube. And if they were martial arts monks, it wouldn't have been so entertainingly spastic. You should check these guys out. It's just... It, it, it looks like a telethon for some muscular disease. They're just really uncoordinated and goofy. It's fun to watch. Orthodox Jews, not atheists, have been beating and stoning women for wearing pretty clothes and attacking stores that sell devices that can access the Internet. And also in Israel, Christians are asking Hasidic Jews to stop spitting on them which uh, seems like a reasonable request. And considering how Yiddish works, where the words like chutzpah and chassidim, it's got to be a very phlegmy language. And getting spit on by them is probably like being spit on by a llama. In Atlanta, a Pakistani immigrant, not an atheist, strangled his 25-year-old daughter with a bungee cord because she wanted to end an arranged marriage and had gotten involved with somebody else. He was a Muslim, not an atheist. The same goes for Walid Allah Muhammad, whose name really covers his religious ass. He tried to stab his 19-year-old sister to death for going to clubs and wearing immodest clothing. Yasser Abel Said, also a Muslim, murdered his two teenage daughters for having boyfriends. Actually, only one of them had a boyfriend, but he killed both of them for good measure. This is all in America, by the way. And I think it's pretty interesting that the mass media pretty much ignores these honor killings that are fairly common right here in America and in Canada. You just never hear about them. Nobody wants to embarrass the Muslims, I guess. Which brings me to a post called How to Improve Islam's Image, a handy checklist for Muslims trying to improve civilized people's opinion of their religion. Do become a successful and well-known businessman in your community. Do start a television station devoted to helping non-Muslims overcome the negative images they have of Muslims and Islam and generate a lot of press about it. Do receive an award from the Council on American-Islamic Relations. Do become a prime example of a moderate Muslim. There's only one item in the don't column. Don't. Cut off your wife's head with a sword. Yeah. This happened in Buffalo in 2009 and was ignored almost completely by the mass media. A couple years ago, when a guy in California beheaded his wife, it was all over the news, and rightly so. It was quite a story. But when a Muslim does it with a sword that he had hanging on the wall, Virtually no press. Can you imagine if some unknown redneck beheaded his wife at a trailer park? He'd be all over the news, everywhere. Unless he was a Muslim, I guess. Then they probably wouldn't cover it at all. A pedophile priest, not an atheist, claimed he was only giving his victim an anatomy lesson. You know, this just brings me to the this whole Catholic Church thing. 
I don't have the words to express my disgust with this organization. This was not an isolated incident. This was not something that happened once or twice or ten times. This was something that was endemic to the whole church. It was spread throughout the entire religion. These people aided and abetted pedophiles and then rewarded the cardinals who had moved them around by giving them cushy jobs in the Vatican. And then, just fairly recently, the Pope was going after the victims, saying that they were evil, going after the media for calling attention to it, absolutely refusing to take any action or responsibility for the evil that they had done for over the past 30 or 40 years with this. And frankly, if our attorney general had any balls, he'd go after the Catholic Church with RICO laws because they're habitual criminals and shut them down. Shut them down, liquidate them, and sell them for parts. I don't care how much good they do. I don't care about Catholic charities or churches. When you have an organization that makes pedophilia acceptable and tolerable as part of their core doctrine, and it may not be a written doctrine, but you judge people by what they do and not by what they say. It's just amazing, I think, that anybody can still have anything to do with them in any capacity whatsoever. When a Christian church tortured a gay teen via an exorcism to rid him of his faggy demon, they were criticized for their stupidity but Dr. Gary Cass of the Christian Anti-Defamation Commission slammed the critics accusing them of intolerance. An Oregon couple let their 15-month-old child die of pneumonia, refusing medical treatment, praying for her instead. Still think atheists make bad parents? An Orthodox Jewish couple is suing their neighbors claiming that an automatic hall light, which is triggered by people entering the hall, imprisons them in their apartment. This, they claim, prevents them from leaving on the Sabbath. If they were atheists instead of idiots, they could leave whenever they wanted. Eight people drowned a 22-year-old mother of two trying to lift a curse from her. She would have been a lot better off with atheist friends, don't you think? Alphonse de Valk has declared that atheism is a threat to civilization. Consider for a moment, please, what are the greatest accomplishments of civilization? How many of those have been done by the church? And how many of them have been done by science, which churches and religions almost always fight? Not to be outdone, Cardinal Cormac Murphy O'Connor declared that atheists are not fully human. Well, guess what, Cardinal? At least we're not sticking our penises in children. In Maryland, a woman starved her son to death because he wouldn't say amen. She's expecting him to be resurrected. Hasn't happened so far, though. In India, 50 people went blind, staring into the sun, looking for an image of the Virgin Mary. Atheists don't do that. We're never blinded by the light. When a woman with an atheist boyfriend asked Pat Robertson for advice about finding a middle ground with him, Pat told her to break up with him because he's serving the devil. 
Uh, Pat, <clears throat> psst, psst, come here. We don't serve any imaginary creatures. Not the God, not the devil, none of them. Okay, got it? Good. In India, there's a Hindu Taliban group of people that are attacking women for drinking in bars and dressing inappropriately, including those wearing bathing suits at the beach. And especially those who wear t-shirts with pictures of deities on them. You know, there are absolutely no reports anywhere in the world of atheists beating up women over religion. And finally, to wrap this up, in India, Two seven-year-old girls were married to frogs to prevent the disease outbreaks in the village. I can't speak for every atheist out there, but I do know a lot of them. And I don't know of a single one who advocates frog-girl marriage. And that's it for this episode of the Quick Hits Podcast. If you've learned a little something, if you've changed your mind, or even if you can just understand a different point of view without necessarily agreeing with it, congratulations, you've been smartened. <music> Folks, it has been quite a while since I did one of these. Two reasons. Got a new job that requires some travel and some long hours. But the main reason was I had some equipment problems and was without a microphone. And I tried a few different things. Tried some other mics, tried some various stuff. And uh, rather than continuing with the various cob jobs combinations that I've done in the past, I went out and bought a Blue Snowball mic, which is a mic that's designed specifically to be a USB microphone. And just sitting here looking at the waveforms while I'm recording this, I can see that it has a lot less noise than any of my previous setups, which means I won't have to process a lot of the noise out, which can leave sometimes kind of a hollow sound when you do that. It's also very cool looking. It looks like a little three-legged alien sitting here on my desk. So let me know how this sounds. Now, when I play it back through my speakers, I've got a pretty good sound system here on my computer, and it sounds pretty good when I play it back. But I have learned from experience that things sound drastically different on different sound systems, different earbuds, in the car, various places. So, if you like the sound of this better, or if it sounds the same, or if it sounds worse, let me know. I prefer better. I'll settle for the same. I'm certainly hoping it doesn't sound worse. Because if it does, I'm going to have to start from scratch with something else. But let me know. Hitman at DaveHit.com. You know the address. You know how to get to that. Check out the blog. Lots of stuff on the blog for you to read. I hope to have some more of these out in a more timely fashion. I've got a couple of ideas that I am kicking around. So we'll get something out for you. In the meantime, stop by the blog, send me an email, hook up with me on Facebook. Believe it or not, there's like 20 Dave Hits on Facebook. I thought that was a pretty uncommon name, but when you get uh, a zillion people there, uncommon names are still fairly common, I guess. I'm the one with a cigar. It 
shouldn't be too hard to figure out which of the Dave hits I am there. You can follow me on Twitter. I probably post lately. I post on Twitter maybe, I don't know, once a week, uh, if that. And they're usually just little one-liners. I don't tell you what I had for lunch or that, you know, my car is stalled or what the weather is. So you can sign up for that. That's under Hitman at Twitter. And that about wraps it up for now until the next time. So that means there's not much left for me to do except to remind you that the Quick Hits Podcast is a journal of one man's opinion and therefore should not be taken too seriously. Seriously.